country. England. Gun. Shot. Agent. Provocateur. Murder. Employment. Skyfall. Skyfall. Done. Episode 116. Oh yeah, 116. We're a little late on this one, but this is our year-end wrap-up episode where we're going to go over all of our favorite things from 2012. Mm-hmm. I'm sure most other podcasts have done it at this point, but as I mentioned last time, we were a bit busy. And uh, we're just getting caught up now. So, first things first, the podcast itself. I thought the listeners might be interested to know what some of the top downloaded episodes of 2012 were mm. the ones that were at least released in 2012 i'm yep. not going to like back back but uh if we take a look quick at the top five downloaded ones i don't have the actual download numbers i just have the order here number five was episode 70 which was the 2011 geeky awards cool which again i'm not sure if we're gonna do the geekies this year i told you i, bu- I bought an 800 <laughs> suit and 600 worth of bling for this <laughs> you did not buy it. it for this i did that's a lie. I dress up for it. <laughs> we did dress up, but uh, I don't know. It's it's a lot of work to put together, and I'm not sure. Yeah. But we did do it in February last year, so maybe if I get re-inspired and we do have time to do it. It's not like we're we're rushing. Uh, when does when's award show season? Here. When does that start? God, I don't know. Oh, there's awards that go on all year long mm. at this point. That's why it's almost it's almost another award show. Who needs that? I don't know. Maybe who knows. If the audience has an opinion, yeah, they should let us know whether or not they want us to do it again. And that's not. really the biggest factor behind it. I will put the time into doing it if the audience is willing to show that they are interested in doing it because our audience feedback lately has been very minimal. Do you think that I, I think it's based on what people are doing when they listen? You know, you had that guy who who's exercising right, when he listens. Right. Super fan is at work right. when he's listening. So if people are in the car and stuff. They hear it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got to do that. But right. they're not going to whip their phone out. And then out they and, don't. Yeah. They Which forget. is why I try to remind on Facebook and Twitter and everything. Yeah. But, I mean, Superfan at least rushes home and does <laughs> whatever we ask. But a lot of other people, yeah, they're caught up with other stuff and they just right. forget about it. Which is just the nature of the beast, really. Uh, the fourth most downloaded episode was in episode 83, which was our Avengers mm. wrap-up and the spoiler room on that and everything. Uh, number three was episode 88 which was our E3 2012 coverage with Allie Baker Oh yeah, as a special guest. Uh, number 80 was number two. Wait, let me say, yeah. <laughs> number two most downloaded <laughs> was episode 80, yeah. which was the Geek Night, which was the spotlight of me, mm-hmm. which I couldn't believe is 
as high as it is. I don't know if it's based on the name of the episode. I, I think it's based on the fact that you're quite secretive about yourself. Whereas I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know if I am, though. I crapped myself. You know? <laughs> and you're just like, we don't talk about this. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. But it was like maybe the one episode I was very open. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's what it was. Possibly. I didn't think people really cared about me that much. <laughs> uh, and the top downloaded episode, it's probably no surprise, was number 68, which was Chris Gore. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And continues to get good ratings. I noticed a bunch of those came from the same time bracket within yeah. a couple months of one another. Yeah. Well, the sad thing is that it's been a while since we've had a, a really high rated episode. But the thing is, too, those have also been available for longer. So people that are going back to the archives can continue to download older episodes. Mm -hmm. So something we released like three weeks ago is not going to be on the top most downloaded. People haven't had that much time to get to the it. The 80s were all in the summer, it looks like. Yeah, summer's a big listening time. Mm. It really is. Although Chris Gore was last January. Really? That was about a year ago, oh believe God. it or not. Well, it was episode 68. This is 116. <laughs> Damn. I know, right? Big difference. A lot of people get busy in the fall, too. Yeah. So in the summer, people have more time to do things than fall. Like kids go to school. Yep. Then you are you have to worry about the holidays, and they don't have time to... I know. always watch the numbers drop during the holidays and just get super depressed. <laughs> but the same thing, my oh, November and December were pitiful for business. Yeah. It was horrible. Although it's great for the Amazon affiliate account. Right, yeah, there you, there you go. go. <laughs> they, hey, what's the always... deal with that? Are they trying to tax you now? There will be Amazon starting next year, I think. There will be Massachusetts sales tax on on Amazon sales. It's just the beginning, isn't it? Well, corporations are complaining that Amazon have an unfair advantage because they don't have sales tax. So they're trying to level the playing field and make it even. Mm. I don't know. You know what's weird, though? Is your tech, if you, have, do you do your own taxes or do you I send do. them off? So you, you're supposed to pay all those taxes mm -hmm. i mean nobody obviously friggin' nobody does right but you're supposed to so technically by taxing you on amazon like they're just holding us more responsible right. for it exactly yeah 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 but i don't know i'm not that worried about it it's a little bit more if you sign up for prime you're still making out like a bandit no kidding yeah. prime is amazing yep and just to remind people the geekgeneration.com slash amazon for your amazon purchasing needs just uh -huh. saying uh so let's talk tv yeah Okay. I've noticed a trend in the last year that kind of snuck up on me, and I didn't even really think about it until I started doing this list, is I am much more inclined to watch TV now than I am movies. And that's the first time that switch has happened to me. Because I'll go down and sit to watch something, and I, and I don't have cable, so I'm not looking just for something that's available now or just on, and I'm changing channels and I stumble across something. The quality of television has drastically increased over the last few years. And I'm, I'm more inclined to watch a lot of these shows that I'm more invested in than a movie that I don't know if I'm going to like or not. Mm. And I actually watched a lot less movies this year. Like last year, I watched 70 something movies. This year, I watched like high 40s. Mm. So I watched a lot less movies and a lot more TV. But as far as TV goes in 2012, Dexter, possibly the best season that that show's had so far. I thought it was, and neither of you guys watched. So again, I'm talking to the I've wall. I've seen one episode of Dexter. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so sad. I, I'll start watching Walking Dead if you said, no, I can't make that promise. <laughs> no, because I'm not anti Dexter. I just haven't gotten around to yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so great. And I think next season's supposed to be the last season. So. 
Maybe I'll watch it after it's over yeah. sometimes. Because sometimes that's nice because you don't have to wait for it. Right. You know, I well, like, like watching Scrubs that way. I watched all of them in a row and yeah. never watched it when they was on TV. It depends on the show with doing that, too, because you don't want to like you don't want to hear about the ending of Dexter before before you start watching it. So like what I did with Lost is I waited until the last season was going to air and I watched everything up to it and then watched just the last season kind of as it was happening. Mm. And I did the same thing with Fringe this year. Like Fringe ends in a couple weeks for good. And I haven't watched any of the last season. I've actually held off because I like watching it in that mm-hmm. chunked uh, thing. So I held off and I will watch actually starting this week. Probably I'll start watching the final season and then be caught up. I think the finale airs on like the 16th or something. So I'll watch that like right as it happens and everything. But I don't know. I like consuming shows that way. How a lot. old is Fringe? When did it start? It's only like this is the fourth season. Oh, I saw trailers for it. They're starting to play it on the Science Channel now. Oh, yeah. And it looks old. Oh, like, really? I don't know. I don't know if it's the just the from the trailer, like the quality of the trailer, but like it looks like an old show. Hmm. So I was like, I thought that show was like new because everybody keeps telling us to watch it. So I think it we're is gonna, newer. Yeah, that's weird. Well, I think the quality of film well, of filming the TV shows has gone up. Look at how The Walking Dead's filmed. It's, right. it's like, like you're like watching a movie. A movie. Right. Yeah. right. And the special effects and the zombie makeup yeah. and that. It's yeah. like unbelievable. But I think that. I think that you're right. I think that TV's like blowing movies away right now. And it's because I think something's happening to Hollywood. It's getting, I mean, it's always been like, okay, we're going to follow what's going to make us the most cash. Yeah. But it feel like they're really, really losing any type of quality. I think I know exactly what's happening. Hollywood can't stop remaking. Yeah. Like, there's nothing new. And it's TV remakes, is right. reboots, 3D. That's what I mean. They're thinking only with their pockets that's right. it you know and it was always like that a little bit but now it's just like over the top i just you know like the world war z trailer it's just like that's it's done for me like it's, it's apocalyptic just, it's ridiculous it's just it's you know we're just gonna throw as much money into this hoping that we're gonna get an even amount or more back and not really care about the quality whatsoever it's getting gimmicky too it mm-hmm. wicked i mean look at those two movies from was it must have been this year 2012 the two movies about like friends with benefits and no strings attached. Oh, that was last yeah. year, I think, actually. Oh, but, but yeah, still, no, the like same. it's it's like yeah. they do, there's nothing going on that like has any kind of a thought process put into it. Yeah. Like with movies now, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird how that always happens too, where like one comes out and then another one of the same concept. Yeah. And considering all the time it takes to make them, right? There's no way they were necessarily copying the other one. It's just they had right. the same idea, the same. I don't know. It's so weird. But then yeah. they just follow these themes, too. Like, you get all these. Now we're doing fairy tale movies. Right. Because there's a Hansel right. and Gretel movie. Like, everybody, you know, there's just all. It's like, oh, that one worked full speed ahead. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's gotten so bad. And TV really is the only venue now for, like, real creative new ideas. Seems to be. Yeah. So Dexter was great. Uh, Alphas was amazing this year. Warehouse 13 I normally love, but it wasn't as strong this season uh which i had talked about a little bit before alphas is still kicking ass though young justice is awesome still one of the best cartoons on tv however they take huge weird gaps in the season like this is the second season and i think it might be the second year that this season has been going on because they've taken two very large gaps in between Mm. chunks of the season it's the 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 breaks in between stuff like the mid-season break you always say you hate that is becoming more of an issue Mm-hmm. Like Doctor Who mm. has been awesome this season, but huge gap between what was it the summer we saw? Yeah, it was like August. Like I, think. I don't know, four, five episodes maybe. 
Yeah. Something like might that. Might have been six. It yeah. might have been six. Then we go months. We right. get the Christmas one. Right. And then they're not back till April. Right. That's insane. Yeah. I blame, I blame sports for this. Do you? Well, well, I think one of the big, you know, Walking Dead doesn't want to compete with, well, Christmas. Mm-hmm. New Year's, the Super Bowl, yeah. and the playoffs. And yeah. I think I think that that's part of it, but I also think the quality is part of it because they can't produce Maybe. 20 episodes hmm. at that budget and yeah. at that quality. They can't do it. You know, we were talking when I was talking about Star Trek being, you know, 30 episodes a season. It's mm-hmm. like you can't do that and retain quality. Very so true. it's a little, It's I think it's a little bit of both because I definitely agree that The Walking Dead did not, I mean, it's Sunday night, so they're not yeah. going to want to be on during the peak of football season. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like they probably don't have the budget to do 18, 19, 20 episodes. You know, I think this is... No, they're up there this year. Are they 16 or is 17 they, episodes? 16, yeah. I almost prefer that they would wait as long as they need to in between seasons to make sure they have the whole season done. And then, because that's what Dexter does. Dexter gets everything filmed, everything put together, and they release consecutively. They don't miss a week. And they go boom all the way through the season, and it's like 12 episodes. Well, The Walking that's Dead it. films and produces everything together. Yeah. They just release it spread out. Yeah, and I don't I, like that. I don't know. I I feel two ways about it because I miss it, and I can't wait for it to be back. But if it was just on for 16 weeks straight, mm-hmm. and then it was gone for almost like I a mean, year. A year. You know what I mean? At least this way we get it kind of split up. So every few months we get to watch a new one. Whereas if it was just, I mean, like I said, the shortened season, just 16 episodes all at once, it would be over and you'd have to wait such a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things. It happens. (laughs) Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the new one this year. I absolutely love it still. Still going strong. Even So much Ninja Turtle merchandise out. Oh, really? A lot of it is the older stuff, the '90s, '90s cartoon. Is it the really '80s cartoon? The, 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 the more goofy stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, Michelangelo with the pizza slice in his oh, okay. hand. And, that stuff's out now. I still see it. Oh. A lot of it, mm-hmm. like toys and everything, or no, but like t-shirts. Yeah, towels. I see that. You know, the, the whole retro thing still shirts, a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're still making money off it. Yeah, retro's still in style. But I still, I love the whole tone and everything in the new show. Uh, and even though it lasted only a season. Awake was one of the best mm. new things that I had seen on television in years. Talked about Doctor Who already. Franklin and Bash. Still love that. And then, as I mentioned, I watched all of Fringe in 2012 as mm. well. So not even just what came out in 2012, but that's what I watched. Even yeah. though it's older. I'm I in the watch same boat trying to it, catch yeah. up on stuff. Yeah. What are you guys watching? Um... Pretty much still Doctor Who and Star Trek and The Walking Dead. Yeah. So, but I am through season two of Star Trek, so I'm gonna be starting the next generation pretty soon, which I'm pretty psyched about. Oh. But um, I have a I have a 2012 complaint. Oh, okay. The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. I hate Amy. Oh, fair I hate her. She I don't sucks. like her either. She's ru- first of all, she's ruining Sheldon. Yep. Second of all, her character is changing so much that she's not the character she used to be. No, like because I again I watch a lot of the repeats on um on she PBS. was just female Sheldon before, right? Which was kind of stupid and pointless. Yeah, but I at hated least, her even from the beginning. Yeah, I've never liked her, but now she's getting to point like. Like there was one episode I was watching a repeat where she, as an experiment, tried to sh- hold Sheldon's hand mm-hmm. and then she dropped it and she was like, experiment failed. I feel nothing. Mm-hmm. And now like in the newer episodes, she's like trying to have sex with him. Right. Like, so she's just and like, I don't know, like Sheldon just does, that's not like you, he, we shouldn't even have that on the table. Like, yeah. that's just not what we need to be. Sheldon is asexual. Yeah. And yeah. the episode, it was just like two weeks ago where she was sick. 
and oh, she was yeah. like getting him to take care of her and stuff. I'm just like, oh, she just needs to go. Yeah. You know, it's, she's it's, very annoying. She's I don't like wicked her character. Annoying. And I love everybody else. Like I like Bernadette and I love Penny yeah. and I lo- you know, everybody else on that show is great. And everything about that show is great. Amy went from her. being asexual to like hyper super right. sexual. Right. Yeah. Now, like she talks so, like, about she it all the time. She has the lesbian thing going right. on where she's like always trying to see Penny naked. And right. That stuff. It's like, what happened to her? Because I remember the first date, she was like, I agree to go on one date for my mother. Right. You know what I mean? But she now, and she's like, and, and coitus under any circumstances is off the table, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like, and now all of a sudden, yeah, like she's super crazy. Yeah. And it's like, I know, all right, I know Sheldon's not a real person. <laughs> but if he was, he wouldn't tolerate that for a half a second. No. He'd be like, you're animalistic and below me. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's irritating. The whole that he appeal likes is her that back. she was an intellectual equal. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like it just sucks because it's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. So, I mean, the show's still pretty solid. I still crack up every episode. It's yep. not like I'm not going to stop watching anytime soon. But like she needs to go. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I haven't liked her from the beginning. She's awful. <laughs> that makes me sad. Watching anything else? Not really. I watched uh, Terra Nova, which should have continued. Yes. I'm really pissed. <laughs> really, really, really pissed broken about up it. about that one. I am because it ended. It, I'm just heartbroken. Yeah. Yes. Now I can I can relate. Uh, just watching all of Everybody Loves Raymond from the beginning. Oh, yeah? Yep. Have you made it through everything? I'm on season seven out of nine. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, wow. What, nine seasons? That's yeah. hard to believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's as long as Seinfeld. Yeah. Watching... Um, Nikita, I had to look at the oh, poster yeah. to remember. <laughs> I was going to say watching Maggie Q. That's not it. No, uh, that Nikita's is what really it is, good. though. Now the poster on my wall actually means something. It means to you. something, <laughs> that and the other one as well. Yeah. It still doesn't mean anything to me, but oh, I keep it's a hearing very, good very good show. I'll watch it. I'll and check I'm, it out. I'm almost done with season one, mm-hmm. so I, and season two is on Netflix. I know season three is ongoing right now, so. I'm excited to see where it all goes. Although you threw a spoiler at me, and I'm like, oh, every time I watch it, like I know what's coming, and it's like it for Nikita. Yeah, we were just nonchalantly talking about it, and you were like, oh, by the way, did you know that I, you must have read? I it. threw a spoiler. You did by accident. I don't know anything about the show. You did. You did. I was like, there's two seasons on there, and you're like, yeah, she's gonna, and you said what was gonna happen. I don't, but I it don't was just know. Like a, it was last time I was over here. You were playing. We were playing games, and Mikey was here, and you yeah. just nonchalantly. We weren't recording. You just threw it out there. Did I? Yeah, maybe you were joking. I don't know because don't it's know. like a major point in the show, and if it, this is going to happen, because you said to me, yeah, you did. You just nonchalantly threw it. I don't. Maybe you read I have it somewhere. No memory of this whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why and this it is doesn't, so it weird doesn't help me. that he's trying to dance around it for the audience. It's yeah. like, yeah. can we just hit pause for a second? I you know. can please explain it to him. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I didn't really watch that much because I got rid of TV. So yeah, that yeah. The Walking Dead is mm-hmm. all I've is watched. It's and nice getting can't. rid of TV, isn't it? And just kind of doing what you want to watch it instead is. of having it thrown. But at now you. notice that I got rid of TV service, and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's great TV. <laughs> I feel like if I did that, there'd be like it, I kind of like the way that the TV takes away some of my choices. Oh yeah, because like when Mike and I go to watch a movie, or mm-hmm. even if there's nothing on TV, we go to watch a, t- a show on Netflix or Amazon. I feel like we spend more time flipping through our options than actually like settling True. on something. So I feel like at least the TV kind of takes those options away from me. I'm like, okay, I can watch Seinfeld, The Big Bang Theory, or South Park, right? Because that's what's on. Because that's yeah. what's on right now. You know what I mean? And then it sort of narrows down our choices. Because when there's nothing on TV at all, and we have to go on there, I swear, sometimes we'll spend an 
like a half an hour to an hour. Oh, really? Like arguing wow. like about yeah. what to watch. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. And he's like, I don't care either. And I'm like, well, what do you do? And like, we just sit there flipping through the network yeah. and yeah. the Netflix catalog forever. I find myself doing that. So yeah. we've limited to like three things that we watch. But I yeah, guess I'm just like in a, a list, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a different situation, I guess, because I don't really set a time where I want to watch something. Like, I don't sit down and say, okay, I want to watch something, but what do I want to watch? I always go, I want to watch this right now, mm. or else I just do something else. Well, I know else. that during the day, if I'm home, I watch either Coach yep. or, mm. um, like, wrestling documentaries. Yeah. And then when Heather's home, it's either Nikita, Everybody Loves Raymond, or we'll just pick a movie. Yeah. This is what happens when you're in relationships. I think it, well, to- <laughs> but I don't mind because at least we have stuff yeah. in it's, common. It you know? sounds like what, what Mike's doing is smart, though. We might have to make like a list. Say, all right, we want because we've already agreed we want to watch Fringe. Mm-hmm. So when are we going to just do it? Right. Like, we just need to do it. You know what just I mean? But you get on Netflix and you forget. Yeah. And, you you know, so I need to make like a list. I, mean, I want to watch Fringe. I want to watch Dexter. Well, that's I what the watch. we know you then, is for. Yeah, yeah. I use that. Yeah. yeah. That's what we got to do. Yeah, I do the same with Amazon. I have like all the old Doctor Who's in there yeah. that I'll eventually get to, but I'm still watching modern stuff that I'm loving. Right. Mm. The only thing I feel like I'm missing, um, I enjoyed watching Spartacus. Yep. Um, so I, I kind of miss the paid channels, you know, mm. like the um, Showtime yeah. and, and HBO, because apparently the programming on there is phenomenal. You can still get those in online forms, like, and just get those. Mm. Instead of having full cable like I service, I thought Spartacus and was a great show. Yeah, I didn't catch the first season. I caught, I think, the second season, which was actually a prequel. Oh, you can just to wait it. to rent them. I could do that too. That's the other thing. And then it forces you. Yeah, they always become available eventually. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can never have them. You always get the DVDs. But what or... are the big things? Are is it Homeland that's on one of them? Homeland, I keep hearing. <laughs> I hear about, a lot about that, and... and I hear people complain about it as much as rave about it, and I have no interest uh, in it whatsoever. I wouldn't watch it. I don't really give a crap yeah. about mm-hmm. it. I have zero. I interest. assume it's about Homeland Security. It is. Yeah, I don't I care. I believe in terrorists and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. I just hear so many complaints about the people on the show oh. and how ridiculous some of the premises are and everything, and everyone's like, but then it's so good. I have, like, you been can't have meaning ways. to sit down and watch 24. Because I've heard a lot about that. Did you, I had no, to, I but I have it. no interest in it. Uh, a client of mine gave me the first season on DVD, and then yep. I noticed the whole thing was on uh, Netflix. So Heather, heard- Heather doesn't want to watch it, so it's going to be one of those I'll watch. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've heard own. the season one was good. I think there was two. Was there two? I think there was more than that. Oh, I, so. I heard the first one was good, and then the second one, like... The premise was just overdone. That's funny. The same thing about Lost. <laughs> Season one, awesome. See, that show, I never had any interest in. I, oh, never I love even, Lost. never even thought about watching it. I, I think I watched it. a couple of the episodes, like, cause I still lived at home with my parents and my mom used to watch it. So I saw, like, I'd sit down and I'd be like, no, don't care. Just don't care. Hmm. I don't know. I totally love it. Everything about it. Most people do. Yeah. It is. It's an investment. The thing is, yeah. I think most people don't get into loss because it's not casual watching. You have to pay attention. Yeah, yeah. but look who you're talking to. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm <laughs> so saying most not, people. That's not the reason. You can't like sit down and relax and watch Lost. As at least not the first time watching. I think Lost too. was one of those shows I should have watched on TV. Yeah. Not the, because when I look at it, I'm like, there's so many episodes. Yeah. Oh. You didn't know it was going to be that many at the time. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes that's the best stuff. Just it doesn't matter how many seasons like I I had watched Seinfeld before. And then a few years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch all of Seinfeld, all nine seasons like you're doing mm-hmm. with Raymond. That's more yeah. than Lost is. Is it? Yeah. Well, nine but each episode is only 22 minutes as opposed to a 40 something. 44 ish. Yeah. Roughly twice as long. Mm. But it's also shorter seasons, less episodes. 
So it probably comes out to roughly around the same. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just lost interest. You've was, lost I, interest. I, I just lost. Ah. Stupid. Yeah. Joke. So I think 2012 <laughs> then was uh, maybe the beginning of a big comeback for television. I think so. I think there's the a revolution lot of good stuff. has begun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, video games in 2012. I still have not played Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> I think never. that's just gonna. I'm gonna frame it and like hang it somewhere and uh-huh. just never ever play it. Is the, the game still I never on played? It? No. Oh, no. bummer! I was gonna say you could sell it mint in box like I fifty years from think now. Think it is at least. I do have one game. I have two copies of Infamous Two because when I bought my PS3 Slim, uh, I got Infamous Two included with it. Eventually, that will be a giveaway. But I don't think Fallout's still in plastic. It might be. No. no okay. You took it out. Actually, so you it took up. it out and opened it and went. I'll play it later. I don't know if I even happened. opened it up. <laughs> oh, it's just sitting there. I I bought Skyfall this year, which I also haven't touched. You uh, have so many games. Sky, I bought Skyrim. Skyrim. I'm sorry. <laughs> Skyfall. <laughs> Skyfall. Skyfall. I went I'm al- like, I don't think that's out yet. <laughs> yeah. I went along with it too. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Skyrim. Yeah, I haven't played. Uh, I bought. Alice Madness Returns. Oh, I haven't played it. Oh, that game's it. awesome. You know what? But I don't know. I have to try again, but um, you could buy like all her dresses for like $5. Oh, really? And they're like, they had different powers. Hmm. And I went back to do it because I was, I was like, no, because I went through and I beat it without the special dresses. And then it's been like months and months and months and months. And yep. I went on PlayStation Network and I don't think they're available anymore. Oh, I couldn't, wow. I like went to go buy them and I couldn't find them. So I don't know if I'm an idiot well, they or if they're the not store, there. they redid the store, so maybe it just didn't make the transition. Maybe, but it was cheap enough and I figured now maybe it's even be cheaper Yeah, and I want to replay it because it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. It's funny that I started like this whole site and show and everything so that I could get more into the movies and the video games and TV and then since doing it, I have less time <laughs> now to do all that stuff that I wanted to consume. But I really only played a few games this year that I really cared that much about. Like mm-hmm. I did play Max Payne 3 and I hated it. It was obnoxious. Yeah. Assassin's Creed 3, I'm still playing through. That's taking me forever. Like I can't just play the main storyline. I know. I was going to say you have to do all the I, side I, missions. I, I'm, I'm obsessive about like doing everything because I don't want to miss anything. But then I get wrapped up in wanting to complete everything and the stupid collection things like find all the feathers i'm like yeah. what am i doing like i'll spend an hour going around the map just collecting the feathers and i'm like why am i doing this <laughs> it is just stupid but it feels like something that should be done i'm like I'm, am i gonna unlock something it might be an achievement but i want like a special weapon i don't know what i'm doing it just becomes a pain in the butt and assassin's creed 3 as i had mentioned before it's one of those games where sometimes i'm going through it and i'm not sure why I even have this mission or what the point mm-hmm. of it is in, in the story or if it's separate or I just do what they tell me to do. And I, I don't know. I'm not as invested as I was. You're losing interest in it. I am kind of zoning out. I kind of am. I'm just going through the motions mm-hmm. where I should probably just go, well, you know, what? I'm going to go through the rest of the story. But I know as soon as I finish the main story, I'm never touching the game again. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's one of those things I want to do everything before I finish the main story. And I always like to like superpower my character as much as possible, whether that means increasing stats or getting weapons that there's a point to doing all that before beating it. Cause there's no point in doing it afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. Oh good. I already completed all the hard stuff. Good thing I'm leveling up now. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Lego Batman two. I really, really enjoyed playing that this year. So love that game. Uh, and the Binding of Isaac, I'm still playing kind of obsessively. But those are like the three major things that I played at all this year. 
I only played three games as well. Halo yeah. Reach up until Halo 4 came out. Yeah. And <laughs> The Walking Dead. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. all I played. I, yeah. yeah, I don't think it was a very good year for games. I only played the two Lego Harry Potter games. I got, I think I got one through four last Christmas. Yep. And then I got five through seven for my birthday. So that's like, uh, I really haven't touched my either my Wii or my PlayStation lately, which kind of sucks. We actually went through a retro phase, too. I broke out we the did. Super Nintendo. Uh, yeah, that, I've I been doing that a lot more. I'm not so more. sure that was a phase, because <laughs> yeah, I still no. want to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that that's, it makes you realize when like not any cool games come out, you're like, oh, I want to play my old games, because they were awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been doing a lot of vintage video games and i'm i'm actually moving a lot more towards like indie games and downloadable titles and things like that than the larger like more corporate games that take forever to play through Mm -hmm. like i like stuff that is i can sit down play a level and then like after 20 minutes be done with it i like both though that's what's that's what's so hard about games because and i think that's why i didn't play a lot this year because harry potter lego harry potter is one of the games that you can play for 20 minutes Mm. that you do a mission and you're done right and it's great and it's awesome but at the same time like i met like i want like a new final fantasy game i want Mm -hmm. something that's going to take me 18 hours to finish you know because it's like reading a book you get (laughs) you get like so invested in it and it's exciting and it's almost like watching a tv show yeah you know what i mean because you're like what's gonna happen i don't know and it eats up so much of your time and it's just epic and awesome so i like it both ways and i think there hasn't been a game like that this year i would love to like do that kind of marathon play session that i used to Mm. before like set aside a day and just go you know what no matter what I have to do, I'm just going to set aside this day. This is my vacation video game day. I'm just going to like plow through a game. So you, I bet you though, you would still do that if it was a good enough game. Like the last time I, I did that, might. I think the last time I did that was when Final Fantasy 13 came out. Oh, really? And I played it. I probably sat, I probably played it for six hours. Hmm. Like I just sat in my house, like it was raining and I just plowed through it. I mean, I didn't finish it, but I think it needs to just be really awesome. You know, it's, it's hard. It, like, if nothing's coming out, then you're like, nah, I don't feel like doing that. And today. yeah, there was so much stuff I was excited for this year, too, which is the weirdest part of it. Now that I'm actually playing, I'm like, yeah, mm. not. But I actually I did play the first uh, episode of The Walking Dead game. I know. And I haven't. How weird is that? I know <laughs> it was good. I had issues with it, though. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's a difference between because you played on Xbox. I played on PC. There were it was more like glitchy things. That's a yeah, that's been a like issue. I I had one of those choice scenarios and I went to go save somebody and I clicked on it and then it was like you chose not to save. I'm like, wait, what? No, no, I chose to There's save them. There's been a couple little glitchy things. Yeah. I had an issue with um a saved game disappeared. Oh yeah. No, that's a that's a big issue mm. with some of them. Yeah. The indoor kids had that same one where their save file got yeah. corrupted or something after playing the first two episodes of it Mm. but that was a little frustrating when you have there's no real like tutorial to show you how the choices work like i thought i could just hit a side or something and i have so many buttons in front of me on the Mm. computer i didn't realize i had to like look to one side or the other and make a choice that way and i didn't have time to figure it out because the timer was going down so it was i don't know it became frustrating it gets better yeah uh yeah i had that problem with the first the the first episode where I didn't know how to make a choice. I was mm-hmm. like, what, what do I do? And right. you're right. You had to look at somebody and I didn't know. And the timer ran out and when we all just died. Right. Yeah. Um, that was it's, my problem. it's improved upon. It's not like that once you pass the first episode. Oh, okay. 
gets a lot easier. Good. The choices are a lot more clear. It's just button pressing, yeah. not looking. I am invested in the story, though. It's a oh, good story, story. I think by far episode two is the best episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's because they just they go on a route where you just don't see it coming. Yeah. It's, it's a good story, and I'm not feeling the, the normal zombie paranoia mm-hmm. that I would. I like the pacing of the game, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it, actually. It's not bad. I'm waiting to play the others, though, because I was playing them with uh, Mikey. He was watching, so I don't want to go ahead with that. I've never met somebody like that. He just sits and watches. He loves, and he loves I mean, watching. It's Well, it's like watching a movie. I guess so. I do that with first-person shooters because I will not play them. Yeah. But like, I'll wa- I, like I've watched my, my boyfriend play Fallout, and I've watched um, my brother played um, Half-Life, oh, which yeah. was fun to watch. Great but I, I can't and won't play a first-person shooter. So Yeah. Yeah, I, that's that's the, another reason I haven't really touched Fallout yet. Is I'm just getting more away from. I hate them. First person shooters. I'm not a huge fan. I miss mm-hmm. the old style of Fallout. Fallout One and Two was so awesome. Oh, so cool. I almost wish I could hit a button and make New Vegas like the the old one. Except Fallout Two was all in Vegas or New Vegas as well. Hmm. Yeah, they kind of went back to it. Mm-hmm. The scenario or the location of the second. All right, we're gonna take a quick break because we're about halfway through right now. And we're going to come back and go over my top 10 movies of 2012, as well as what you guys were into watching, uh, as well as some listener feedback. So we'll be right back. Looking for a way to show your geek pride? We've got a great selection of t-shirts over at the Geek Generation store to help you out. Represent the Geek Generation with a G-Shield logo tee, become Lord of the Geeks, or rock the gamer shirt. All proceeds support the show and allow us to continue bringing you free content. Get your shirt now by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hey, this is Allie Baker, and you're listening to the Geek Generation Podcast. Boop, pop, 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 beep, boop, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> okay, so we're back uh, from talking about Anna recording in her bathroom. Yep. Reminiscing. Reminiscing about the old days. Yep. Yeah. And I have the top 10 movies of 2012. I have this list way earlier prepared than I have any other year. I always do this like the I'm end of I'm excited for your list because somebody um, threw the, the comment out on Facebook that, oh, I'm sure Batman and the Avengers or whatever was going to be the number one. And, yep. And you were like, well, maybe not. Yeah. You might be surprised by I, what you hear. So I'm kind of interested to see what how you rated things. I'm not sure my list is what people expect it to be. Mm. And it normally isn't entirely. Yes, I do. And I just want to reiterate, as I do every single year, this is my favorite 10 movies of the year. They're not necessarily the 10 best films from a movie-making standpoint. That would be a whole different list. But these are the ones that I enjoyed the most out of the ones I watched this year. And I did watch in, like, the high 40s this year. So, again, I haven't watched everything. I haven't seen The Hobbit yet, which I've been hearing mixed things about. Some A lot of people saying it could have been at least 45 minutes shorter than it is. And that's another huge issue this year is movies are just far too long than what they need to be Mm. a lot of movies are super super long and it's becoming obnoxious and it's one reason i don't go to the theater as much as i probably used to 
because it's a huge time commitment between it the is. movie itself and then the half hour to 40 minutes of trailers that precede <laughs> every movie. Yeah. Plus, you just I don't I know some people get up, but I do not get up and leave. No, oh, I will you know, hold some, that pee right. until but the that's last a, that's second. It. I haven't seen The Dark Knight Rises yet, and the length oh. was the reason because I'm like I'm I want to watch it and like sit down and like really enjoy it. But if I have to pause and get yeah. a snack, you know what I mean? It was just I looked at the running time and I'm like, shit. What was I'm the like, length on that? It's almost three hours. Yeah. I'm like, that's a. F- long movie save it for when i get my new hdtv yeah. and we can have a movie night here and watch the right. dark night rises exactly. well that's it yeah we were talking about a little bit on the break i'm like my home theater setup is so awesome that like i don't i just don't go to the movies yeah. anymore i i just love the theater atmosphere and i actually love i really love doing the going to see an older movie because you know you're seeing it with fans of that that are going to yeah. laugh at the right parts. Oh and yeah, cheer that's at the right totally parts. different. I loved oh, going to see Back to the Future and Ghostbusters. That is so amazing. But uh, the atmosphere, Volpe, weren't you talking about? Didn't you throw something at somebody? Oh, a Django and Chain. Oh, are we talking yeah. about this now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless. <clears throat> well, yeah. I all I wanted to do this year was see Django Unchained on Christmas. Which I was, like, I was supposed to go. You were supposed to, to go. It's all right that you didn't go. I understand. It's. I actually wanted to, and I've been hearing good things about it. But I had. Uh, we haven't said it all, but I, I had a resurgence of my kidney stones right. on Christmas. That was the only day during the whole. He's like, he was like holiday. basically, if I get off the couch from or from a laying position, yeah. I'm in pain. Yeah, <sighs> I I slept so much on Christmas Day. Like after I went to my parents' house and opened presents and everything, I came home and I slept for like three or four hours and oh. It's my favorite day of the year, and I was in yeah. so much pain that all sucks. day. It sucked. But yeah, you were in I went the to see theater. the movie, and the theater was packed. Yep. Um, I don't remember what time we saw it. I think it was like just after 7 it started. Yep. And uh, I was pumped for it. Theater's packed. Um, and uh, I don't know. We're The movie's two hours and 45 minutes, and we're more than halfway in. And it, there's this tense moment now really get intense where all the main characters are in a room together. Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio's characters in there and like they're talking, which most of his movies are. There's right, a lot of dialogue, right. but it's like really like you're bracing. You're like, this shit's about to hit the fan here. Yep. And um, all of a sudden a light pops up from six rows down and it's a kid on his cell phone and he's not texting. No, no, no. We're going to talk on the phone. <laughs> that he, I, I can't believe. Yeah, this is this is um, it's nothing racial. It was just a black kid. And yeah. I don't know who he, I was like, I have no idea who he's with. Right. But they were in like, you know, this there's this, a stereotype that goes along. Well, no, with that, but <laughs> he's on the phone. He's on the phone and he's talking. And I immediately am not paying attention to the movie. I'm looking at the phone light. And right. Not, and um, people, it's like a moth. People, there were two old black women in front of me. Yep. And they were just like, hey, hey, Sonny, can you, uh, t- you know, take it outside? And yep. he just ignores them. And people in the front now, because now he's talking louder than the movie. Yep. And he's just talking like to a friend. This isn't like, oh, your house is burning down. You need to get out. Like, right, right. It's not an emergency. This is stupid bullshit. Probably a drug deal for all we know. Yeah. And uh, that people, multiple people, like four or five people now are like, hey, please take it outside. You're ruining the movie. And I, I'm getting frustrated. I'm just like, if he doesn't put the phone down, I'm throwing any myself at him. I don't even care what I throw. Yeah. And I'm looking around. And I'm like, I'm going to throw something at this guy. And I'm like, Heather, he was not getting off the phone. And she's like, well, ignore it. I'm like, I can't. I'm the yeah. light. And uh, <laughs> it's like, now I know why bugs fly into a zapper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he finally, the uh, uh, an older woman, because I could see the light shining on her because she's in front of me. Yep. A couple of rows in front of him, actually. She's like, hey. Please, could you please take it outside? Because she was very nice, and that's what set right, me off. She right. like, could you please take this outside? We, I can't hear the movie. You're distracting me. And he goes, lady, you don't know what this is about. 
And I was just like, that's it. I stood up, grabbed my water bottle, and just hucked it and nailed him right in the back of the head. <laughs> As I'm like throwing it, Heather's jumping up, grabbing me to pull me back down. <laughs> and I'm like fighting to stay up. Because Mike never has tamper, uh, tamper, <laughs> temper and issues hits him at all. Square in the back of the head. And he just stands up and turns around and looks at me and he goes, You got a problem? And I'm like, Your phone's the problem. And she like pulls me down and. He's just like, well, let's make something of it. And then he just sits back down. The two old ladies in front of me turn around and go, we're really glad you did that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, my heart was like pounding. Yeah. I'm like, oh, had man. I gone alone and this happened, there would have been a fight yeah. right there. Because I would have just walked right down to him and popped him right in the face. I would have hopped in. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was so pissed. <laughs> Heaven's I'm Fury just, in the movie yeah, theater. <laughs> just done with it. Don't take the phone out. Yeah. Especially so- since I was so pumped for this movie, too. Right. Yep. Oh. oh, yeah. If someone did that, like, during a Batman movie or something, right? I would have gone insane. <laughs> insane. <laughs> as soon as I saw the flash of light, there would have yeah. been a battering that just stuck in the screen of it. <laughs> no. The much. lesson of the story is always bring a water bottle with you. Something that you can throw. You need a projectile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is, that is yeah. the new rule. Fortunately, it was empty, too. Yeah. I didn't waste water. Oh, good. Oh, good. I'm saying. That's good. <laughs> but, that's uh, important. It was, it, that was just frustrating. Yeah. I can't take this anymore. No, yeah. that's, long story short, why I don't go to the movies Well, plus anymore. I paid $10.75. Right. 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 You're a paying exactly. customer. Yeah. Put and I away. bought popcorn. Yep. So. I agree. And you can't, in the theater, like, pause and rewind and re-listen to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're stuck there. You missed that you're going to have to go see that movie again because you missed everything. I did miss a little bit. You know, bit, that yeah. was going on. He while was on, that, that was, was the thing on. was he was on the phone long enough. Yeah. Like really a long time. This was a full blown conversation out loud like we're having. Right. Not even trying to hide right. it. Like, hey, I'm in the theater. No. Right. Like that's rude enough. He's like, hey, man, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> what's going on? You're in a movie theater. Right. And then you Just wonder. no respect for the other people. Apparently that guy's 1075 doesn't matter to him either. You know, it's like, why Clearly go? Not. Why are you going? Why exactly. Here's what's the best part. When it was over and the lights come on, I just sat in my seat waiting. I'm like, if he walks up here, I'm just going to uppercut him. Yeah. And he gets up and he looks at me. And then who's he was at the movies with his mother. Are you serious? And she gets up. And uh, she just looked at him. She's like, let's go. Like, she was angry at him. Oh, like, wow. And I'm just like, why didn't mom just backhand him when that he was right, on the phone? Exactly. the hell out of me. Well, no, because some parents are lousy. We yeah. can talk about that for hours. Like, <laughs> let's <laughs> not do that. It's a whole other thing. Heather yeah. goes, do you think he's going to come up here? I'm like, I don't know. But give me my keys. And I'm going to stab him in the eyeball if he does. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had my key out, like, just ready. I was going to wow. jab at his face. Wow. Oh punk <laughs> okay mm. getting flustered i'm getting yeah. angry about it <laughs> okay so let's talk top 10 movies here. yeah all right uh the first one number 10 is a movie probably not a lot of people saw it was a limited release and it's a movie called butter anyone hear of it no but i nope. love cooking with it oh okay <laughs> uh the cast is actually pretty phenomenal uh it's jennifer garner ty burrell who's the dad on modern family Olivia Wilde, Rob Corddry, Ashley Green, Alicia Silverstone, Hugh Jackman. Wow. All in this movie. It's just one of those more independent movies that seemed to, like, it was so good you can tell people flock to it because they wanted to be a part of it. Because huh. it was such a good script. And then I don't know how these don't get major releases, especially with all that star power built into the one movie. Hey, how's Alicia Silverstone still look? Uh, she's not 90s Alicia Silverstone, but she's mm. still doing pretty good. I haven't seen her since no. Clueless. The funniest thing is that she was a couple with Rob Corddry. They were like a married oh, couple. Really? Yeah. But th- it actually worked really well. I don't mm. know. 
But the movie is basically about uh, a butter carving contest. It's it's one of those like indie premises yeah. too, where it's a little quirky and everything. And it's a little town that has butter carving and uh, Ty Burrell's character is like the master butter carver. And his wife is like a trophy wife who's almost made it all political. Mm-hmm. And that's Jennifer Garner. And then she's like obsessed with this contest. And you know how people in small towns have like the one thing that they latch on to. Was Jennifer Gardner Electra? Yes. So yeah. if you had Electra, Wolverine, and Batgirl all in the same movie. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> How about that? Um, so <laughs> well, it's kind of Batgirl. <laughs> yeah, we try to forget, but yeah. They they have this little uh, girl that Rob Corgi and Alicia Silverstone adopt who is um, like a prodigy mm. at carving butter and everything. And there's a whole like inner working of uh, it's it's a whole like it sounds like a funny premise it it is there's like sex scandals and like (laughs) political power moves and it's all the stuff that it's just absurd that it's centered around Mm. a butter carving contest (laughs) and it was hysterical it was a really really funny really great movie so if people haven't seen butter uh check it out it might even be up for streaming and everything already okay i was thinking i gotta do that yeah and that happens with a lot of limited release movies is they'll get to the streaming venue real quick but people should keep a lookout for it uh my number nine. Oh, i didn't ask how did you end up seeing it was it just a local at the head? beginning of every um well yeah the, you can go to just i mean it's a limited release it's still showing right. in some theaters i was just curious how but, you heard about it oh no well how i hear about it is i make a list at the beginning of every oh, year okay. of all the stuff that's coming out and i see what i can mm. uh and that was one of them that i was interested enough to actually go on check out and i really liked it uh, number nine is Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, I want to see that so bad. You haven't yet? No. Oh. Wreck-It Ralph was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another CGI movie put out by Disney, not Pixar, though. No. Which is always interesting. I was like, wow, Disney puts out CGI movies that are not attached to Pixar. I didn't even realize. Yeah. They got a lot of licenses from real video game characters. So, like, Sonic's in it, Mario's in it, Pac-Man's in it. And Bison. Bison, yeah. Tons of people. I wish they'd done a little more with the licensed characters. Most of the stuff in the movie is from the original ones that they created. Yeah. But nice, heartwarming family movie. Really funny, really good. Worked on multiple levels, a lot of jokes. Very much like a Pixar movie. Yeah. Yeah. Number eight. Another limited release, but I think it went into more, a wider release afterwards. And this was a screening that I actually got to go to. Uh, the Perks of Being a Wallflower. That was a book, right? It was a book. Very popular book, apparently, that I didn't read because <laughs> books. <laughs> but nobody else saw about, it, I imagine. Isn't that about a, like a teenage girl growing up? Is it, uh, is it more like awkward, so, like teenage years or something? Yeah, it was. it's a high school mm-hmm. age movie. The main character is Logan Lerman. Who I really like, who I originally saw in Jack and Bobby. He also went on to do, uh, be Percy Jackson and, uh, other things I can't think of right now, <laughs> but Emma Watson's in it from Harry Potter. Pretending mm-hmm. to have an American accent. Yes. And, and doing it very well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's just a quirky, another very indie feeling movie, but it was one of those ones that you watch and at the end of it, you're like, I love life. Like one of those movies. <laughs> I like being alive. It's just awesome. You just feel good coming out of it. And that's why even during the break, I was saying that for me, the movie theater is church for me because what other people get out of church, I get out of watching movies and I get reinvigorated and it re-energizes things in me, depending on what you watch, of course. Mm. But there are so many movies that do like, even if they're not super uplifting, just make you aware or think or ponder about a certain thing. So that's what it is for me. 
And this was one of those movies I was just like reinvigorating as like, all right, I'm going to go out and do something motivated. You know? <laughs> <laughs> do something today. Yeah. But it was it was very, very good. And there's there's a, a twist in it that you don't really see coming. I don't know if calling it a twist is necessarily good. It's something they just don't bring up for a while. And when they do, you're like, oh, OK. And it goes in kind of a, a different direction. If you've read the book, you know it. But if you don't and you're just watching the movie, it's it's very cool and it's all well done. And yeah. Uh, number seven, Mike was talking about a lot of movies being rebooted and, uh, not a lot of original concepts out there this year, but one of them that was an original concept and was done very well was Looper. Mm. Mm. I enjoyed that. Looper was really cool. It was a little long. It was a little long. Yeah, I agree. But well done. But overall, I mean, really great, great premise. Yeah. Having a guy go back in time or, uh. What was it Joseph Gordon-Levitt as a, a mafia hitman, more or yeah. less, where they use time travel to dispose of people from the future. They send them back. The loopers take care of them and dispose because that leaves zero trace. They went back in time. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Bruce Willis comes back, who is the future Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and he now has to kill himself. And that's a whole thing. That's just one yeah. of those sci-fi premises that just go, whoa. Like, that's insane. Your brain immediately goes, ah, oh, yeah. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> But there was there was a lot of great stuff in it. It was a really well done movie. Mm-hmm. Some people complain about the makeup that they put on Joseph Gordon Levitt yeah. to give him the Bruce Willis look, and I thought it was totally fine. It was fine. Yeah. So nitpicky people. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really great to see something original and good. Mm-hmm. Number six, I guess also original, the first live action movie from Seth MacFarlane, Ted. Yay, Ted. Ted. Do you see see that? I hate Seth MacFarlane. Do you? I hate him. I didn't used to, but I do now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I I have big problems with him. But I have been told that Ted's awesome and I should watch it. It is great. But I like like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And I like how they have the New England accent. So oh, yeah, that's kind of awesome. that's like kind of Oh my god, it, they lay it in heavy. Yeah, yeah that's kind of why like I want to go see it, but my boyfriend actually saw that without me oh. because I didn't I just didn't, I can't stand him anymore. I hate him so much. Oh. Yeah. His just him or like the way him. his humor's gone? No, He's not him. in the movie. No, he just but voices like, the bear. Yeah, but like yeah. I can't I hate him. He wrote it, so I I hate him. Oh, it's sad. I know. Can we ask can I ask why you hate him? Like what what He's gone because it, it didn't used to be that way. Like I liked the first couple seasons of Family Guy. We're going so far off subject right now. But, <laughs> it's okay. Um, I guess. Yeah, whatever. But like ever since the Family Guy came back, and then like Rob's talked about how str- like he's stretched himself so thin, and mm-hmm. like his mm-hmm. content now is just garbage. It's overly political, and it's garbage. Mm-hmm. And he pretty much like it's the polar opposite of South Park. Like I watch South Park, and I agree with everything those guys put. Oh, out. it's amazing. I mean, they're so smart and they're so insightful, and and they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Seth MacFarlane's a total polar opposite of that. Like. They like Seth MacFarlane literally, literally makes fun of everything I love. Oh, like okay. the last the last straw, the last episode of the Family Guy that I watched because yep. my boyfriend does like it, so it's on sometimes. Um, they made fun of the Big Bang Theory, oh, and I'm yeah. just like, yeah, no, you cut off, like you're done, like you literally, <laughs> like he he and I have nothing in common. Yeah. let's put it that way. We have differing political views. He's not he's not funny mm. anymore. I mean, maybe Ted was funny, but the Family Guy is not. I feel like fucking Ted funny anymore. No, it's not. I it's agree not with that. All. Family Guy is not I good anymore. No. But I think where everything else that he was doing had suffered, it was because he was putting all his efforts yeah. into Ted. Maybe. I think that's where all the funny went. Maybe. Yeah. I hadn't laughed like that in the theater in a long yeah. time. Yeah. I've and been told I have to give it And even watching it again on DVD, because Heather hadn't seen it. 
and I bought it for her for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Because she wanted to see it, but yeah. she didn't. And well, I got my copy for free. So. Yeah. And it was very good. <laughs> yeah. Well, my sister, my older sister, told me I should watch it. And she's one of those people that I can trust. Mm-hmm. Like, she knows me. You know what I mean? She absolutely knows if I'm going to like a movie or if I'm going to hate it. Yep. You know, whereas my brother will make me watch anything. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, you got to watch this. You got to watch that. You got to watch it. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> you like everything. Yeah, Your opinion doesn't I matter. Exactly. <laughs> but my sister, I, I can trust her. And she said, she's like, it's really funny. Yeah. You should watch it. Yeah. That's Plus, good. Flash was in it. Oh, that's Flash true. Gordon. Flash Gordon. What? Yeah, he has a huge part in it. Yeah. It's so rent as as the I same guy. I watched that as oh a kid God. so many times. Yeah, it's like a, a movie that Ted and uh, Mark Wahlberg's character bonded over. So oh, it has a major. It's okay. like an underlying theme through the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. <laughs> uh, number five was as we started to get into the superhero stuff. Yep, and not mm-hmm. one of the bigger ones, but Chronicle. And this is all the way back I didn't from see it all the way back from January. I saw it when I saw it in January. I said right away, this is going to be on the list. I know it's going to be on because it's such a strong movie mm-hmm. and it's so different when everyone's just doing superhero movies to do superhero movies. Chronicle was something original. It wasn't a superhero movie uh, per se. It was a bunch of people that get powers. And the best way to describe it really is a found footage live action Akira movie. Mm. That's the best way I can describe it because it was very similar in premise to Akira, but the found footage aspect was done so well. I thought it was going to be annoying, but it was done so well. Mm. And this is the first, I think, I think the first major movie released and written by Max Landis, who is, I've heard like <clears throat> interviews with him and everything. Mm-hmm. The guy's a creative genius. He has so many ideas in his head that are all phenomenal and he just doesn't have time for all of them. He's already sold like eight more movies. And he's writing them all right now. And he still has other movies that I've heard him pitch, like premise-wise. He's talked about them. He was on the Nerdist podcast, and it was an amazing episode. Go check it out if you haven't listened to it. But the ideas he has that he's not even using are just as good. It's crazy how many great ideas this guy has. He's a little nuts, but the stuff he's putting out is so good. So Chronicle, absolutely check that out if you haven't seen it. Number four... Might be one of the bigger shockers on the list because number four is The Dark Knight Rises. Oh. It's not even in the top three, which I think a lot of people thought it was going to be like Mm. one or two for me. I loved The Dark Knight Rises, but not more than I loved the three movies above it. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things like you always come out of a movie and you have that glow about it if you liked it a lot. Yeah. Especially when it's like a Batman movie and something like that mm-hmm. is personal for me. So I tend to, I mean, I came out of Batman and Robin. I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but then you reflect <laughs> and you realize things. Then you get in the car and you go, what did I just watch? Right, right. <laughs> Nipples. Um, but The Dark Knight Rises, I still love it. There's no, I don't not like the movie. I mean, it's number four yeah. on a top 10 list of, I don't know, almost 50 movies that I watched this year. But there are some things in the movie that linger that just don't sit right with me. Uh, and I can say one of them without necessarily spoiling anything for uh, those of us who haven't watched it in the room. And one of those things is the fact that uh, they, the timeline of Nolan's movies make it so that at one point, Bruce said, I'm not going to be Batman for like eight years because Rachel died. He just stopped because this happens seven or eight years after the Dark Knight. Mm. And in that time, he has not been Batman at all, which means he was only Batman for like a year and a half. 
stopped for eight years and came back for the span of this movie. And that's that's all of mm. what has been Batman in Nolan's universe up to that point, up to the end of this movie. And that's so far off of what Batman is as a character. It's an it's a character like flaw compared to yeah. what we know of Batman. So, yes, Nolan's world is a bit of an else world and everything. But it's just so far off from something that defines Batman that never stop, never say die, never quit mentality. And then he just stopped for eight years because a girl died. It just doesn't fit. And that one fact alone drops the movie down a lot for me. That's a long time. Yeah. Like, I know death sucks. Yeah. And, like, people that I love have died. Mm-hmm. But eight years is a long time yes. to not be able to dig yourself out of your hole. Like... And Don't least... let him lie. He was on a beach. <laughs> Taking a little drink yeah. with the umbrella. Batman's not that emo. Like, He's do, yeah, always... do you think it would you would you have been okay if it was two years or three or maybe eight like is a long that's a long time. Yeah. Maybe like a year. Maybe. Yeah. But still I'd have an issue with it. Right. Because he's always the constant enduring spirit. Is no matter what happens, you keep doing it. He's a warrior. And it does nothing like that should slow him down. He would fight harder to make sure that someone else didn't die. Right. He'd be the exact mm. opposite. And that that's a huge, huge flaw in the movie for me. Mm. And one of the reasons it was only. And plus, uh, as as an overall movie, like each each movie is very different. The second one's a mystery. The first one's an origin story. And this one is more of a disaster film because of like major catastrophe. Mm. And I just don't care for disaster movies as much. So just the setup of it was almost too big for what a Batman movie should be. Number three, Silver Linings Playbook. You liked that movie, huh? I really, really liked it's it. It's above Batman. <laughs> like, I'm blown away by this. Yeah. And it's, again, not like a huge, major, major, major release. It's almost like a romantic comedy, but not quite. Mm-hmm. So why the hell is it number three on a top ten list? One of the reasons uh, is, I mean, yes, it's kind of like a romantic comedy, but the the way they explore mental illness and everything and treat it uh with such integrity is done really really well it's always interesting to see how people perform those roles and capture and create those characters because it is something so different and it's Anna's laughing about something <laughs> what are you laughing about i know that rob has not seen it but have you seen tropic thunder yeah. You can't go full retard. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't go full retard. I've heard the line. I've heard the line. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's true. It's I true. Love that I movie. think I need to go rewatch <laughs> that, that movie. Because the awesome. first time I watched it, I was like, this is stupid. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> but I it's, it's really mostly Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Yeah. He's, if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't have been that great, but he's just so unbelievably I haven't seen it. Oh, so, man. Yeah. I just bite the bullet, get through ben your Ben Steeler, Stiller oh. because Robert Downey Jr. It, so. yeah. is yeah. worth it. Okay. He's a ami- he's so he good. He's right. so good. But the the main reason this is up as high as it is is as far as the construction of the movie, it's a perfectly built movie. It hits every pace and note and timing and point and ties back together and wraps up and it's just <laughs> nice and well contained. There's no flaws, there's no holes. Performances are awesome. Robert De Niro's in it. I mean, come on. There you go. It's it's just so well done. So well done. I was thoroughly entertained the whole time. Cool. Really great movie. Number two, Skyfall. 
Uh, not James Skyrim. Bond. Not Skyrim. Skyfall. <laughs> and this is probably why I said it earlier. It was yes. in my head. It's in my brain. Skyfall uh, was at least one of the top three Bond movies. I don't know where I would put it in there. There's been a little backlash towards it, but really? it's a very, um, even from Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, it's another tonal change in the Bond mythos. They are making a clear statement here as to the direction that Bond is, Bond is going to continue going <laughs> in. Uh, they're, they're, some of the things I wish they weren't getting rid of, like they kind of denounce the whole gadgety, older, more cheesy spy type James Bond and go for a realistic, more gritty type idea. I kind of like some of that older cheese, though. Mm. So I wish it was sticking around and maybe it will resurface in little bits and pieces here and there. But Skyfall was amazing. Mm-hmm. action-wise, filming-wise, performance-wise, and I just love Bond. Mm-hmm. So it's hard not to love Bond. Some of us. <laughs> right, Mike? Bobbitt? I just never got into it's it. It doesn't list. mean I wouldn't yeah. love it. I just never really Sky took Falls the time great. to get into it. It's kind of uh, it's not really readily available, the old no. stuff either, which no. sucks because Mike and I agreed and decided to start watching Bond movies from the beginning, and we can't find them. Although Bond For 50. For free, we can't. Yeah, yeah, Bond 50 just came out, which is all the Bond movies on Blu-ray. So they're all out well, there. How much is that? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, I don't know if I haven't seen them yet, if I'm going to throw money out there. Right. But, but you, you can, can buy rent, them all individually, too. You can yeah. rent them on Amazon Prime, but... That's still going to add up because there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a couple that yeah. you can borrow. Not I a really, ton, but I a really want to watch them in order, though. That's the only oh, thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm like obsessive about watching things from the beginning. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. And then number one, it's probably no surprise. The Avengers is number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The <laughs> Avengers <laughs> is a fanboy's wet dream. I mean, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> it's it's putting the stuff on the screen that we've only ever seen up to this point on the pages of comic books. And in like cartoon animation, because there was no way to accomplish what they pulled off in the Avengers. The ensemble cast, the fact that Whedon could have managed that and pulled it off the way that he did. Like everything about it is so great. And yes, I had a couple nitpicky things here and there. But overall, if every movie could be as great as the Avengers was and as superhero involved and like it's what we wanted to see forever and it's been building up for years and it lived up to all expectations which is unbelievable the expectations were huge Mm -hmm. and it still lived up to it Mm -hmm. which easily makes it a number one for the year (laughs) hey it was the first release was by disney and marvel studios jointly you know i i would have loved to have been in that boardroom they're like we cannot fuck this up yeah Yeah, i know right right? they will burn our parks (laughs) yeah yeah and as usual i do have my uh my little addendums to my list Mm -hmm. including honorable mentions Movies that were better than I expected them to be and just huge letdowns. Movies that didn't suck as bad as I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So honorable mentions that I'd still recommend. They didn't quite make the list, but they were on that border of possibly getting there. Uh, Safe House, which was Ryan Reynolds and Denzel Washington. Which yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Nobody else watched. I know you don't like Ryan Reynolds. It was a lot better than I thought it would be. It was actually really good. The Vow. Yep. I'm saying it. The Vow. Was almost on my list. Oh, Heather's been trying oh, to get me to that watch the that. the one with what's his face and Channing Tatum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't have gone to see that. No, mm-hmm. no. I didn't think, but it was really, really good. I was surprised how much I liked it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the Lorax, one of my favorite, mm-hmm. actually my favorite Seuss book. And you always get worried when they take something that short and expand it. I do really need to go to Universal and see Dr. Seuss Land. I guess it's so. Awesome. I do. It's yeah. pretty cool. I love Seuss. 
uh, American Reunion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that came out, huh? Yep, that was this that came year. out. That was really great. That was good. That was good. Wow, Men in Black Three. Mm. Really Men good. in Black Three. They were saying I have the most uh, mistakes. Geek Time was saying yep. it. Yeah, yep. most mistakes. Sixty-eight or something. Yeah. Uh, like when the, they make a list every year of the movies that have the most amount of like mistakes by like inconsistencies or bad edits or things mm. like that. And example, Men in Black Three yeah. was the top of the I list. I said like an example where somebody has a watch on, and yeah. then in the very next scene, the watch is not there. Or it really? switches to yeah. another oh, hand. That's yeah. Weird. yeah, little things like that. Yeah, wow. people keep track of that and they put out a list every year. We should actually know. explore that list. At we some should because there's some funny stuff. Yeah. I didn't know that people did like that. I, that happened anymore. Oh, yeah. Like you notice it in old TV. Like I watch it. I notice it in Star Trek yeah. all the time. But that's what you don't even think of it in modern. Yeah, because there's stuff. a consistency person on each right, set. Right. But yeah, it happens. Sixty-eight. <laughs> and then they got errors. fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I'm putting it out there. I liked it. I thought really? it was really good. See, I heard everybody, I heard that the graphic novel was phenomenal and then the movie was awful. I haven't read it. Mm. <laughs> I can go in blind. Right. That's true. Brave. A lot of people probably would have put it on their top 10. It's another one I can't get for free. Oh, no. Nope. Oh. Well, we'll, we'll get it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brave was really good. It took a weird direction that I didn't necessarily care for, but over, it's still a really good movie. You just barely missed my top 10 premium rush is one i watched recently uh joseph gordon levitt bike messenger oh movie. god it was that really good so oh, bad. Yeah, it that. looked terrible i loved it wow. that kid's all over the movie he is he is hmm. i don't know maybe it's just my thing for joseph gordon levitt but i loved that movie bow, chicka, bow, <laughs> man, crush. man he was crush. on his man cars yeah. list that's true hey and silver linings playbook was number three and look who the lead man is uh-huh mm-hmm. and dread mm. Was not as dreadful as Dread was. No, Dread was an honorable mention. Mm. I thought it was, it captured the tone of the character way better than the Sylvester Stallone one. It bombed horribly, unfortunately, but huh. it was a great movie. I uh, have four movies here that were a lot better than I expected them to be because I was not expecting much. Wanderlust, which was the Paul Rudd Jennifer Aniston comedy, which was actually really funny about them, mm. like going to live in a commune and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really funny. Really, really good. Had very low expectations, and it was uh really, really good. Hit and Run, which was Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell and Tom Arnold. Also a very, very good movie. Pitch Perfect. Remember you talking about that? Pitch Perfect yeah. was way better than I expected huh. it to be. And look, thinking back about it now, like I gave it a 7 out of 10 at the time, which is even better. I might even rate it higher at this point huh. because... I, I, like I, I would watch it again. I feel like watching it. It's a freaking movie about acapella groups, but it's it was done so well that is it's very entertaining. And uh, believe it or not, Les Mis. I was just gonna say everybody's saying that's amazing. The critics are bashing the hell out of it. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Saying that the singing performances are not strong and it's too long and the plot's terrible. I'm like the plot's the plot terrible is already there. Right. We've known it for years. And well, everybody I know, I my boyfriend's a musician and and we hang out with a lot of musical people, like yeah. highly like I'm talking about music teachers, like a lot of highly musical people, and they are all raving about it because it was all done live. Yeah. Which is not done. Like people, movies don't do that. So the fact that yep. maybe their musical performances were, I don't know, quote unquote off. It's just because it was live yeah. and done. There's no studio, really... like huge right. studio retouching. Right, exactly. Yeah. Which is 
the way I like it. It's the whole way I would have gone. The only reason I saw it is because of what they were doing technically with it. It was a technical achievement for one. The movie's almost three hours, which I didn't realize at first. And I I was like, oh, my God, am I going to make it through this? There's almost no dialogue. It's all song. Yeah. Like, even when they're talking, they're singing and just having a conversation, which was a little off for me. And the reason that I can't get into musicals that much. But uh, Hugh Jackman was amazing in it. Russell Crowe was good. People say his singing voice wasn't as strong. And it's not. But it's still more than adequate. Right. And then Anne Hathaway, as everyone's been saying. Holy shit. Seriously. Everybody said it's pretty, she pretty much tears your heart out and throws it yeah, on the floor. She's and, not even in it that long. Yeah. But the song that she does that you see in the trailer is a close up on her face and like her, like just her upper body for like almost four minutes for like this one song. And at the end of it, you just go, oh. like you have to let your breath out at the end <laughs> of it because it's just so amazing. She could win an Oscar from that four minute piece alone. And the fact that it's there's no cut, there's no angle change. It was one shot. That's insane. Insane to not like mess up a no or and she takes liberties with the acting, the music and holy crap. It blew me away. I don't even like musicals. It blew me away. It's crazy. It's a good one. Yeah. And then the four movies that were huge letdowns, huge, huge. I expected more. Oh, Maybe, maybe not all. I didn't expect a lot from Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, but I didn't get a lot either. I didn't get a lot. It was a huge letdown. You went in with really low expectations and left with lower. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did. It was so bad. Total Recall. I actually thought it was going to be kind of cool. The original was so much better. The original was better. I watched the original afterward. I think Arnold just makes everything better. Yep. Uh, The Hunger Games. (laughs) Terrible. Terrible. So boring. And the biggest letdown probably of the year for me. And it's not even that it was like a very low rated movie, but I had such high expectations. The Amazing Spider-Man did not I care forgot for that, that even much. came out. Hmm. Yeah. I was so glad that you guys didn't like that movie because oh, I yeah. still haven't seen it and I probably won't. I had like no desire. So I'm we like, just nope. spared you the time. Exactly. So now <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm right about that movie. So I'm just going to skip it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's my top 10. I know, right? Yeah, thank you, thank you. I know it's so anticipated this one. This is the fourth year I've done it. Wow. Which is crazy. Although the first year we didn't have the show yet. I just that applaud just the, the accomplishment site. of how many movies you watch. Hmm. Yeah, well, when yeah. you have no life, it's pretty easy. Yeah, but no, I mean, but you do, you squeeze that in. Like, you squeeze the movies in where you, like, won't squeeze in the video games. You know, True. you, just, you manage like to get it done. I like movies better. Yeah. Yeah. You manage to get it done. It's very impressive. Thank you. Uh, do you guys have any you want to particularly mention or? Just Django. Just Django. I think if you had seen it, it would have been up. I really think you Possibly. Would have, might have made top 10 or at least honorable mention. Or at least, Because yeah. it's not even Jamie Foxx. Like, right. He he was good. He's better than I thought he would be. But, you know, that Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Like the greatest actor of all time. Some people are tweeting, like, can every movie just be Jamie yes. Foxx and Christoph Waltz? It, it really, he's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, he's very good at delivering the lines the way they need to be delivered. Yeah. He's just good. Yeah, he's he is worth the price of admission just to see him. Yeah, he's very good. You know who he is? No. Did you see? Um, he was in Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Oh, he was the bad guy in that. Yeah. yeah. This though, he just got his full like bushy beard, and he's just hilarious. Did anybody see Lincoln? 
I didn't. I really wanted to see that. I've heard mixed things about that, too. I've only heard good things. One thing I've heard is, again, too long. Yeah. Too long, and we know the ending. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even get, apparently don't get to see it I knew it the either. ending to uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and I still enjoyed yeah. that. <laughs> same ending. Go figure. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Believe it or not, same ending. Wow. Yep. They didn't stray. There's a lot of historical accuracies. Mm. They just kind of took, they weaved them in and took liberties with them. Oh. But it's all the same, like, idea. Uh, we're going to kind of wrap it up there. Mm. I mean, we had some other stuff we wanted to talk about this episode, but we're already going long. So... Oops. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Tangents happen. Tangents are good. Tangents are good. Uh, so that's our wrap up for 2012. As we end the show, final thoughts or something you guys want to plug? Anna always has something she wants to plug. Go I know it. Um, <laughs> um, okay, Mike Volpe, anything you want to plug? I'll plug it for it. When you're on the toilet yeah. and, and you need to do some shopping while you're there, just go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. That's a good plug. For all your needs. Uh, well, the new year's here. So it's time to get your fat ass off the couch and on the treadmill. <laughs> and after you're on the treadmill, you need protein. So you want to go to revitalizepro.co, buy my protein. When Use code uh, Go Geeky for 15% off. Go Geek. Go Geek, yeah. Go Geek. His store. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, when you're <laughs> shopping on the toilet, I, was, I don't know why this scenario entered my head. Like, would there be a situation where someone was sitting on the toilet, ran out of toilet paper, <laughs> refused to get up, but had like had Amazon Prime? I was like, I'm going to wait until the toilet paper comes in because it is so bad a situation that I can't get up. And I don't know. I don't know why that went through my head. But Could anyway. Be. Uh, in the meantime, head over to thegeekgeneration.com. While you're there, please go to iTunes, find us on there, rate the show and write a review. We appreciate that so much. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you would like us to discuss on a future episode, you can send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at geekgeneration on Twitter, or you can leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll be back to the norm next week uh, as we go over some of our, I assume, holiday geek outs and the things that we got for Christmas and, uh, yeah, just a whole bunch of other stuff. So we'll see you guys next week. Later. Bye. Make it so.